You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast, the show for movie fans. I am your host, AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer, and on today's episode of the Movie Cheer Pod, I will be discussing uh, movie releases in the month of May 2022. We are in May as it stands right now. And uh, I'm going to be doing a bit of a roundup of all of all the movie releases of this month. In previous months, though, I have done it with just doing cinema releases that are coming out in that month. Uh, changing it up now, moving forward on, on the show. So I'm going to do a monthly roundup of mo- movies coming out in May and it'll be a bunch of cinema releases. I'm going to do four movies. Some will be cinema releases coming out in May, and some will also be physical media releases, movie releases coming out in May as well. I thought, you know what, let's mix it up because I enjoy discussing physical media as well, and I want to talk about what is coming to physical as well as what's coming to cinemas. Do uh, the best of both worlds, I think so. I think it's going to be great anyway. Really looking forward to today's show. There's some really cracking movies and want to discuss that are coming uh, out this month or, or already out if uh, if they're already released. Uh, but yeah, that's what's going to come up in today's show in the headline topic, May 2022 Movie Roundup. Uh, but before today's headline topic today... As always, I start every show off with a section called Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping. Uh, this is the part of the show where I discuss what's going on with the community, Movie Cheer Town here, uh, what's going on with the channel, uh, an overall chit chat and easing in for the rest of the show. So, Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping for this week. What is going on? in Movie Cheer Town, ladies and gents. Well, first of all, let's talk about this past Thursday's video on the YouTube channel. Uh, It was a new series debuting on the channel, and the series is called Movie Curator Shelf Club. And um, I I wanted to do something new on the channel and have, like, another running series. I have, like, the World Movie League. Um, I wanted to just have another running series on the channel and... This is where it comes about, Movie Curator Shelf Club. It's basically me going through the collection behind me here, if you're watching the video version of this, and me just going through and making up collections for the shelves. Because I was just getting to a point where I was getting... I was getting... I organised the shelves through the year, and I mentioned this in the video briefly, but basically I organised the shelf for, for the tour. I was doing like a tour of the shelves and the collection last year. And I think everyone can relate to this where you it's like when you tidy your bedroom and you tidy it and by the end of the day it's messy again. And it's kind of like that with the shelves. I, I, I made them all nice and tidy, put them into certain orders, and over time they just, you know, things went back in the wrong place. Other things were added that weren't necessarily part of certain collections, and it just got untidy and the collections just went out of focus. So I've started doing this series now because I think it's a cool idea for a video, but I also think it's fun for myself as a as a as a collector of movies and like uh, I, I think just like curating collections putting certain collections together so I did a cinema classic shelf this past week and it's a 30 minute video I think in future I'm probably going to split them up into like part one and part two because 
just a bit more digestible doing a 15 minute video um, viewing. I know that as a viewer of watching other people's content, I always find shorter videos a bit more easy sometimes. Um, but anyway, that's that's what come out this Thursday. I'm, I'm really happy with that one. It's uh, got a lot of great feedback. So thank you to everyone who's already watched that. If you haven't checked it out already, do check it out and uh, let me know your thoughts on that. And let me know your thoughts on your collection how do you curate your movie collection do you create do you just throw stuff on the shelf it's whatever suits you let me know all your thoughts on that video ladies and gents and uh, what else has been going on well on the latest blog post on moviecheerpodcast.com this past week i did a bit of a write-up on the movie dark city the director's cut of that movie uh, as i said it was recommended to me uh this past month and uh, well a few months back and I, I watched it recently and really enjoyed it and I, I've done a quick review on on the uh, on the movie cheer podcast website moviecheerpodcast.com check out for all different blogs there's a new blog post coming out on that website every single week sometimes it's a topic related to movies like for instance the other week it was home movie uh, sorry movie rooms versus cinemas in 2022 my honest opinion Sometimes it's quick reviews of movies like Dark City. It varies, but I think if you're interested and you enjoy the content on the YouTube channel, you're probably going to like what you see or read, if not read, on the uh, Movie Cheer Podcast website, moviecheerpodcast.com. I need to get that in my head, that website name. Get it in there, get it programmed in so I can say it fluently when I speak. Um, but yeah, that's on the website this past week. What else has been going on in Movie Cheer Pod Land? Uh, basically, this past week, I've been got the got the video camera out, the one in front of me right now. Been doing a bit of filming, and uh, a new episode of the World Movie League is coming out. It's gonna. It's been filmed this past week. I've edited it. It's coming out next week. Uh, so that'll be episode four, and the movies that I'm going to be. Uh, Judging on this, the competition of that episode will be The Crow, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, what were the other ones? It was Deadpool and the first Spider-Man movie. It, it's coming out at a really good time as well, discussing the first Spider-Man movie, because it's 20 years since the release of the first 2002 uh, Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, directed by Sam Raimi. What a great movie, and 20 years old, that is crazy that is crazy i had her on my head back then <laughs> i i this is why i wear the hat isn't it obviously um but yeah that is um that's coming up next week on the youtube channel on thursday that's something to uh if you're interested you enjoy the movie the world movie league episodes more of them coming more of the fun action from the world movie league can't wait uh that's gonna be a big video uh, little quick one, last bit of uh, not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. Coming up on the Patreon on Monday, each and every week on Mondays, there's a new piece of content, whether it be a bonus video, bonus podcast, audio commentary, or webcomic. Coming up this Monday, it is going to be a bonus video. Uh, last week it was a bonus video as well, but it's going to be another one this week, and it will be a movie curator shelf club um, episode. I'm going to do a a Patreon edition of that, the series that come on the norm, the main channel this past week. Uh, I'm actually going to film it later on today, but um, that will be coming up on Monday, and I think that I'm probably going to do that as a two-parter on the Patreon. So uh, that's what's coming up on the Patreon this coming Monday. That is it for not-so-worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. Let's move on to the headline topic of today's show.
So today's headline topic, movies coming out in May 2022. It was a bit of a roundup of this month of physical media releases coming to uh, home releases this month and cinema releases as well. Doing a bit of both, the best of both worlds, the best of movie worlds, both movie worlds, cinema and physical media releases, baby. Um, so I'm going to start off with a new release and that is... It is a cinema, and I believe this is um, actually, uh, it's coming, it's on one of the streaming services in America. I think it might be on Paramount Plus as well, but the movie I want to discuss is Firestarter. This came out uh, earlier on this week, uh, May 13th. Uh, this is an adaption of a Stephen King uh, book, and it stars Zac Efron, is probably the most notable name in this movie. And basically, um, it, it was also, uh, an, there was an 80, 1984 adaption of this movie as well. I will be honest with you, first of all, I'm going to say, I've never, I don't, I've never read the source material, I've never read the book, I have never seen the original movie uh, I'd seen the trailers for this beforehand, and it looked like a, a an interesting movie. It's a horror sci-fi movie. Um, so, Firestarter. Let's let's talk about it. First of all, I want to just say, I've read a lot of reviews online since watching this movie. I watched it yesterday and read some reviews online, and it seems like a lot of people are not super keen on this movie from from the big chunk of reviews I've seen and looking like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so what are my honest opinions of it? Well, first of all, I'm not a big horror guy, and um, I think I've, made, I've said this on many videos, I'm not big into horror. There's only certain bits of horror I can take if it's sort of like light, if it's too too like harsh, I mean, if there's too much blood, it's not really for me. Uh, I didn't think this was particularly a bad movie horror-wise, I, I didn't think it was... Um, like scurry to watch. I think there was a few little, little small jumpy moments, but nothing like especially that made me, you know, want to go hiding under my bed sheet. You know, what I mean? it wasn't nothing like that. Um, what I will say is, first of all, I I liked it for for what it was. Firestar. The story is basically this um this young girl. She has powers. She, she can like shoot out fire just from her, from her body, she just like, does like these fire attacks, and she's only what, maybe like, eight or nine, this young girl, and ba and she has other telekinesis abilities as well, and basically it turns out her parents, you, you've seen this earlier on the story, story, it's not really a spoiler, her parents also both have telekinesis abilities, and this is what they've been passed on to the daughter, but she can't really control her abilities, and then there's like this top secret a government agent who are trying to track them down because they want to take the, the daughter into Kerr to test on her and make, basically make her a science project. And that's really the, the bottom line of the story. It's then, you know, they're trying to get away from this 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 organisation and in the end, they it comes to a big uh, collision in the end between this organisation and the young girl and the parents, basically. Um, what can I say with again? That's like kind of like a non-spoiler, really, of it. But let's talk about you know. I I liked it for the sense. I I think it was a good science. I thought there was some really good science fiction elements in the. Remind me a lot like of like some of the elements in the TV show Fringe, which I enjoyed. Uh, what I can understand with some people online and and the reviews online are this. I think first of all, for me, the movie was really short. It was probably too short, and it could have. 
could have done with a bit more time to develop the story. Um, it was only like an hour and a half or an hour, an hour and f 35 minutes around that mark. So really, really short movie. The story doesn't really do much, really. It's I, I thought this this movie would probably have been better watching it as like a as a TV show. It, it for me for me it would have it felt like it would have worked better as a TV show, where if they did it in like a six parter, and then again without knowing the source material, I don't know whether the book, how much more of the book you know could have been told here, or whether this was basically the story of the book. Um, it really gets to the end of the story, and she's, you know, she basically takes out this organization, and um, basically, I'm getting sorry. I, that is that is a big spoiler, but I, I do apologize. But um, it just doesn't feel like it. It it doesn't like go anywhere. The story in general, it's like this. Like they leave the home, they go on this little road trip to hide away from this organization, and it comes to the collision, and yeah, it doesn't really. For me, feel like it goes anywhere. The story it feels like there should be another thirty minutes of a storytelling storytelling here, where it develops something else, and there should be another act in the story. And I, I don't necessarily know what that act would be, um, whether there be another villain beyond the villains at the at this movie, or maybe you know some something else happens. I think it just feels like there, was, there needed to be something else at the end of the story, where it just ends and that's it, and you're just like. Oh, that, that's the movie. It's its a bit short. Um, so for me, it wasn't like... I didn't dislike the movie. I, I didn't dislike it, and I will say that now. I thought it was a decent enough movie. But it was just, for me, the the pros of the, pros of the movie, I thought it was a decent movie. The cons of it, it was just too short, and it just the story just feels like it, it needed a bit more. It needed a, another act, another part of the story to really deliver a movie that was was really worthwhile. Another pro of this was, you know, we had uh, John Carpenter, the the 80s horror uh, directing legend, or just, I say horror, but he's, you know, he's a directing legend of some great movie, you know, Big Trouble in Little China, Escape from New York. He's done more than horror. He's a great director. He did the score for this movie. I think it was done by him and his son and someone else, but... You can definitely hear like a John Carpenter synthwave type soundtrack and like the the piano sort of like do 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 do. I'm doing it. That's not John Carpenter. I was doing a uh, Mike Oldfield, uh, the Omen. Then, but yeah, it's got that like Halloween type feel of music definitely in the soundtrack. But yeah, I think I wouldn't say don't watch this. I think I think if you like horror, you like sci-fi, definitely check it out. Give it a go. See what you think of it, and make your own opinion. I think that's the main. That's the main one. Make your own opinion. And I think for a lot, of, some people might really enjoy it. Maybe some people think, you know what, this is the right amount of film I want to watch. An hour and a half movie. That's all I want. Some people may feel like a. I mean, it feels like what a lot of people on the internet are saying. Were they? There wasn't much of a story. It, it didn't develop much. And I, I agree with that. I think there was more they could have done with this character and with the kid. And I think the acting performances were really good. I thought Zac Efron was great. Not really a guy I've watched much of on screen. Uh, but he he was really good, and the young girl I thought she, she was really good as well, and it, it's just like I, I think as well the villains in this were not strong enough as well. That would be another critique. The villains weren't strong enough, but like I said, worth a watch. Definitely not garbage. Definitely worth a watch. It's not on the levels of Iron Man free garbage. Definitely worth checking out Firestarter. 
Uh, let's talk about another movie now, another May movie release, and this is a cinema release. I am going to do no spoilers on this movie because it's such a, a big movie still and it's still pretty fresh. But basically I'm going to talk about Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. I did a big uh, spoiler show last week on that, so if you want to check out the spoiler show, check out that episode last week on the Movie Cheer Pod. No spoilers, but basically uh, this is a, the second the sequel of the first Doctor Strange movie. Uh, go as big adventure into the multiverse, basically. Doctor Strange going into the multiverse, uh, into different versions of this universe, and we get this big story. Uh, I think it's just a, a fun, fun adventure throughout the multiverse. Some great characters in there. I think the villain of the piece was great. Uh, some great character work from Stephen Strange. I think the standouts would be the character of Mer America Chavez and then, you know, Scarlet, no, uh, Scarlet Witch, the um, played by Elizabeth Olsen. She was she was fantastic. She was the for me the star of the show. She would just blew me away how how good she was her character in this uh, Scarlet Witch. The the development. Um, well, won the Maximov as well. I always just say Scarlet Witch. But yeah, really good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I'm still like, it's... I, I, one thing I didn't really mention in that, but basically some of the stuff where they're going through the multiverse as well. And they're going... You, you see some of this stuff in the trailers, so it's not really a spoiler, but it's the camera like moves, like goes around like this. And you, I, it made me feel sick at times. I was like watching it and I was like... I was like trying to move my head with the camera while it was moving it was like i imagine if you were watching it in 3d or an imax it would have been just like like even more mind-blowing to see some of the scenes in there it was it was phenomenal um really good movie i i can't wait to see um i mean for me i'm a big mcu fan i mean i i'm looking forward to the next one which will be for love and thunder now but Looking at this, I'm looking forward to seeing another Doctor Strange movie as well. I can't wait to see what Doctor Strange 3 uh, brings us all. I think that's going to be really good to see. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. A great uh, adventure into the multiverse. And I think it's going to be great to see more. I think we're going to see more like moving up forward over the next phase of the MCU. I think over the next 10 years, I think it's going to be... It's obviously going to be focusing more on multiverses and like multiverse warfare and uh, I, I'm 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 down for it. I, I I like the idea of that going into this multiverse and doing all these different stories. It's going to be fun to see. What I like the most as well. It's like you can have like for instance, for example, you could have Spider Man, and then you have an alternative version of Spider Man, but it could be like an evil P Peter Parker or an evil Miles Morales, and. You can do them, play by one actor, and say in a few more years you want to reboot that character. You can do it in another multiverse or the same one and just reboot it, reboot it and you can have a different actor. And because it's the multiverse and people can look different in the multiverse, the same characters, it all makes sense now. If they rebooted the MCU in, in 20 years' time now, they just reboot it and just say, this is another universe. And it's not forgetting the, the canon of what came before. And they can always still, you know, revert back to that old multiverse of characters and actors uh, to further enhance other stories within the MCU. So I, I really like it. I like what they're doing with this multiverse now. I'm, I'm really down with it. I'm, and uh, yeah, Doctor Strange 2, the multiverse of madness. I really re would recommend watching it at the big screen. But you know what? Before you know it, 90 days will have passed and it will be uh, for a home release very soon. So 
Either way, if you watch it in the future at home release or at the cinema, definitely check it out. It's well worth checking out Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Let's move on now with my third pick of movies today. And the third pick I want to discuss is a movie that is a home release. It's a physical media release coming out on May 10th. It came out May 10th this week. Uh, and it is the movie Uncharted. And it is obviously the adaption of the video game series. Didn't watch it at the cinema, this one. I, I, I didn't get around to watching it at the cinema. So this is one I watched on physical media. Um, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg playing the roles uh, of Tom Holland plays the role of Nate Nathan Drake and the like the sort of main lead star and then you have the supporting character of Mark Wahlberg playing his mentor Sully in this story. Uh, I will say I've never played the video games, never played the video games before. So going it going it going into this story for me, I had no. Um, impression of what this story I, I i knew you know it was going to be sort of like an indiana jones mummy uh, national treasure type story and that's what i got you know i got that sort of big time story so basically they're going to find this like lost treasure and it's a you know like an adventure going into this and trying these treasure hunters trying to find this treasure uh, i will say the first it starts off in this airplane scene and i think this is from the games where basically all this like these big luggage boxes are pouring out this aeroplane. You see this in one of the trailers. And they're all in this big string. And it starts off where Tom Holland's character of Nathan Drake, Nate Drake, is like attached and is hanging out of this plane on this line. And then you just see it and it's just even jumping up these things, jumping in mid-air while this aeroplane's moving. And it's, it's fantastic. It's really just like over-the-top, exciting and great action. And uh, it actually goes back to that scene later on in the movie. It sort of like skips to, it goes backwards and then goes back to that scene. That scene when he's jumping through mid-air is just surreal. I've, I've jumped, I've jumped out of a plane once before skydiving, and uh, it reminded me a lot of that. It was just like made me dizzy looking at it, just like because it the way it, the camera moved and the way it visually looked on screen. I thought it was amazing, really well done. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to go into spoilers with this movie, but like I said, they're up, you know looking for this treasure, and there's a lot of twists and turns within the story. What I would say, if I didn't know this was a movie called Uncharted, I would say this, watching it, they could have easily put like National Treasure, The New Era on. This could have been a National Treasure movie for me. It had that same vibe of National Treasure. I think even more than Indiana Jones, I would say more National Treasure. So... I think if you like the Nicolas Cage movies, you are going to like this. I think it's a really fun movie. It's one for the whole family. It's not too edgy. It's fun. It's uh, it's entertaining. And the, the action scenes in it are really great. Really cool action scenes. I hope they do a sequel to this. I think it did really good money. I think we're now getting into this era where we're actually getting good video game adaptions of movies. And, uh, you know, long may it continue. This makes me want to play the video game, watching this. I think it looks exciting, although it's a really a beloved video game series. I was really impressed by this movie. I think it's a great watch. Look, it's, you know, expect... it's You're not going to get, like, a, a deep character-driven story. What you are going to get is a fun adventure movie with this Uncharted movie. And that's where it delivers. I don't think it says anything else on the tin. I think it says what it is, and it delivers an adventure treasure hunt. 
fantastic movie, well worth checking out, and I hope we do get to see a sequel to this one, because I really enjoyed it. Uh, Uncharted, released on physical media, May 10th, check it out, ladies and gents. Uh, now I'm going to get to my fourth and final uh, movie to discuss today. Now this is an upcoming release now, of coming, coming out this May at cinemas, and I actually thought it was going to be coming to streaming the same day. I was incorrect. It's only cinemas at this moment in time, but apparently it's going to be going to Paramount Plus eventually, in the US anyway, and obviously in the UK there will be different releases via Amazon or uh, VOD services. So the movie I want to discuss is Top Gun Maverick. That's right, Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise re returning for the sequel of the 80s movie, uh, beloved cult classic movie. Uh, I will say I've only watched the the original once or twice, and it's not a movie I'm. Um, so I know a lot of people really love this movie. I'm to be honest, I'm in the camp. I've not really. I, I thought it was a decent movie, but it's not one I could really tell you what the plot was. I, I couldn't really tell you the characters. Um, but I will say this one now. The trailers, the recent trailer I watched was amazing. Um, and before watching this recent trailer, I wasn't really excited for Top Gun Maverick, but now this new trailer that they released maybe like earlier on this month, it looks amazing. Basically the story is there's a bunch of new uh, elite airplane pilots, flight pilots for the, um, I don't know what they call the, the, the Air Force, that's it. And basically, you know, Top Gun is, you have Tom Cruise in there who plays the character of Maverick is his code name. And he's like this guy who never ranked up. He want, he avoided going up to like a, a general or colonel rank. He just stayed at his rank. And he's like the top pilot. And he's got to now train these elite group of young pilots for a top mission. And they've got to go like behind enemy lines. And it's it looked amazing. First, the air fights in this looked fantastic in the trailer. I mean, if they can offer more than what the trailer offers, and it's just not they've not shown everything in the trailer. It's going to be a great story. I like Tom Cruise movies. I think Tom Cruise is ace. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing this. I don't know whether it'll be one I necessarily go and watch it at the cinemas. But it will definitely be one I will either watch on digital or physical media at some point. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Are we going to get a Kenny Loggins in the Danger Zone? Are we going to get that soundtrack? Some of the sounds and the songs from the original movie. I think we might get some of it or maybe some remix versions or something. Or a little glimpse, maybe at some point. Um, but yeah, it's gonna. It's got Miles Teller as well in there, who was the the guy in Whiplash, and he was in the Fantastic Four reboot. He's playing the son of is it Goose, and he's got like this mustache. And I think his his dad, who died in the original movie, um, you know, there's gonna be a really coming together of them two characters because he blames Tom Cruise's character for the death of his father, who was his partner by the looks of it. What is really exciting as well is uh, Val Kilmer will be returning. He was an original. He's playing Iceman. He's a general. Uh, what If you don't know Val Kilmer, he can't actually speak anymore. This is why he's kind of retired from acting. I think he had like throat cancer or he had some sort of throat condition. I'm pretty sure it was throat cancer. I think he is all clear now on cancer. I think he's pretty sure he's cancer free, but I know there was a documentary out a few years back. And yeah, he, he lost his voice, but apparently he now talks with a voice box. So I don't know how they're actually going to do this, whether it's going to be kind of like doing it like a Luke Skywalker, like, you know, robotic voice sort of thing, where they just like dub it in for him or something, or they're going to make the character seem, you know, the character in the movie has a voice box. Maybe they, they 
explain it that way. But I think it's going to be great. I think Val Kilmer's a fantastic actor, and it's going to be great to see. So that is coming out on the 27th of May, Top Gun Maverick. Check it out, ladies and gents. I think it's going to be an awesome movie. Check out that trailer already if you've not checked it out uh, as of yet. But they are the movies in the month of May 2022 roundup. Let's move on with the rest of the show. It's time for the Movie Variant Showdown segment of the show. Are you ready? Movie Variant Showdown. Every week I choose uh, different representatives of movie properties and put them against each other in a battle uh, of Movie Variant Showdown. And it could be a case cover, it could be a movie character, a movie poster, uh, a film, uh, whatever it may be uh, on Movie Variant Showdown. uh, I always, each and every week, choose a different property and representation. And this week I am going to be doing... This is one, a recommendation by Mark in the community, in Movie Cheer Town community. So, uh, first of all, Movie Bud Fist to Mark for the recommendation a few weeks back. And he recommended doing the, the Superman character. So, I'm going to be... He did say do, like, the Smallville character. I'll be honest, I've never watched Smallville. So, I'm not going to uh, look at Smallville. But what I am going to do is I am going to judge the best Superman between Henry Cavill's version of Superman, and I'm going to go choose, obviously, Man of Steel. I think that's a a good choice here to use this movie. And then I'm going to look at Christopher Reeve in the first Superman movie. Um, So who is the best Superman? I must say, I'm going to say this. This is not who is the best Clark Kent. This is the who is the best Superman. I think I'm going to do a Clark Kent one uh, maybe next week or in a few weeks' time. But... So, who is the best Superman? Let's first of all uh, talk about the character. I think really, look, I'm not a big uh, reader of uh, of Superman comic books, but what I get the gist of, you know, you know, Superman in the comics is very much, you know, he's he's a do gooder. He's always looking to do the right thing. Uh, whereas, like, you know, like your Batman's are a bit more. They got loads of psychological issues. They got loads loads of things going on. The parents uh, were brutally murdered. I, I know, obviously, you know. Superman lost his parents as well, but I think you know there's a bit more of a darker edge to a Bruce Bruce Wayne, a, a Batman compared to Superman. I think Superman is a bit more lighthearted um, and always doing the right thing. So let's talk about first of all Christopher Reeve, his version of Superman. Uh, great, you know I really enjoyed the first couple of movies anyway in that series. The first two are really good. The 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 character, you know, he he's got it down to a T with the the comic book, you know, in, impression of this character. You know, always doing the right thing, super strong. I think the the look as well, based upon the, the original comics, is you know, is a really good look. You have got the red underpants, and you know the you know the the blue the suit. It's a it's great look. Christopher Reeve was great as Superman. And uh, I, I really enjoyed his relationship with like with Lois in the movies. Really good performance, and um, yeah, some some really great great Christopher Reeve movies. I, I think if he didn't have the accident he had, I think he probably would have continued playing Superman, and we probably would have got maybe if he was still alive today, maybe we would have got a cameo in like a in a, some sort of multiverse story from Christopher Reeve. It would have been amazing. But yeah, his his is a really good uh, Superman. The suit's awesome. 
and uh, it suits awesome, but it's also of its time. I think, like, done nowadays, it is done differently, and that's where we're going to discuss Henry Cavill. So let's move on. Let's move to Henry Cavill's version of Superman in Man of Steel, uh, the movie directed by Zack Snyder. Now, I will say, probably between you know the original Superman movies and the the Zack Snyder Man of Steel, I think, for me, I'll be honest, I do prefer Man of Steel, and I think it's just... I like that different take, a bit more of an edgier take on the character of Superman. So I, I like, first of all, I like, I think Cav- Cavill is a great actor, really, really good. Really good, strong performance as Superman in this movie. The suit is is great. I think it they did well in losing sort of like the red uh, underpants look to this suit and just going with a belt and then just like blue uh, pants. I think it works better for this this sort of more updated version look of Superman. And uh, I know it was like a big debate at the time when this movie came out. I remember they they released like a um, a teaser photo of Henry Cavill, and I think he was like opening like a safe door or something like this, or it was like he was he had some sort of door in his hand or something. And he, they showed the look of him, and people were like debating whether what was better. And I I've always enjoyed that look. I think it's a really good look, and it's it's a really strong costume. I think he's like he is a bit more edgier. This version of Superman, he is he's again doing the right thing, but we see the way he kills Zod, and he's he's just kind of like it feels like he's not quite um you know full circle on the character yet. He's not the he's maybe he hasn't sussed out how to properly be Superman as of yet. So. Um, who is the best in movie variant showdown? Who is the best version of Superman? Like I said, I prefer Man of Steel. I think it is a a better mo- movie, not a better movie, but a movie more suited to me. But who is the best version of Superman? I think I gotta give it to Christopher Reeve. I, I think he better embodies the character of what Superman should be. Even though I really enjoy Cavill's performance, I think. You've got to give it to Christopher Reeve. I think his performance is great. The portrayal of Superman is fantastic. It just can't be beaten. He is the ultimate Superman for me. Um, but Cavill's Man of Steel movie is my much preferred movie. And I think you can have that sometimes. You can have prefer certain characters in other movies, but like the movie more. I, I think that's... Uh, I, I, I find that with a lot of movies, quite often, you know, certain characters that I don't enjoy as much or I prefer other versions of but yeah I'm going to go with Christopher Reeve he is the best Superman on movie variant showdown and now let's move on to another section of the show called movies for the weekend each and every week I choose two movies as recommendations for you the viewers out there for to watch this weekend so the movies I've got with me this week i've got two movies as always i've got first of all i'm going to start with this one pacific rim uh starring charlie hunman and idris elba and basically it's kind of like a you know they're fighting these big monsters and they're in like these big power ranger zords sort of suits and they've got about these monsters it's a really cool movie i think is it uh Gilmer, what's his name Gilmero del toro he's the director of the first pacific rim movie uh, really great movie, great spectacular. I think if you like, you know, you like Godzilla, you like Power Rangers and stuff like that, you're gonna like this. It's like this is the, for the grown-up viewer of Power Rangers for me. Uh, this is what my my version of Power Rangers would be like. Something like this. I think it's great. Really great movie, Pacific Rim. Well worth checking out. Uh, 
this weekend if you're looking for something for watching. Uh, let's talk about another movie now. It's a John Hughes film, and it is starring John Candy, the late, great John Candy in Uncle Buck. Now, I'll be honest with you, I, I remember having this on VHS as a kid, and uh, never really watching it. Never, I had seen bits, and it wasn't really for me as a kid. I watched it more recently, this movie, Uncle Buck, and really enjoyed it. I think it's a really fun movie, and, you know, he basically... The parents of these kids go has to go away, and they bring in the uncle, Uncle Buck, played by John Candy, and the kids, you know, the two young kids like him because he's daft, he's he's silly. Uh, the older girl doesn't like doesn't like him, takes a dislike, but you see a, a relationship grow uh, throughout the story. It's a really fun uh, comedy, entertaining family movie, and uh, well worth checking out. I think if you like John Hughes' stuff, you're gonna like this one. If you like John Candy, you're gonna like this one as well. Uncle Buck, check it out, ladies and gents. Anyway, that is uh, Movies for the Weekend. Let's move on with the rest of the show. The Amazon Top 10 is approaching. Prepare yourself. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Four, three, two, one. The Amazon Top Ten has arrived. What has been on the Amazon Top Ten for this week on movies, physical media releases, 4K, DVD and Blu-ray movies on Amazon .co.uk. Let's check out the Amazon top 10 in bestseller sales for this week, ladies and gents. Uh, first of all, we start off with number 10. It is the Blu-ray release of The Batman. Uh, great, great movie. Well worth checking out. Uh, really enjoyed that. I've not watched it on home release as of yet, though. I, that's one I'm definitely going to have to check out again at home. Uh, number 9, we have the DVD of No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. At number eight, we have the Blu-ray of Uncharted. Uncharted is uh, is is you know in the top ten. I think that's going to get high in the rankings. Uncharted. I think it's going to really stick in there. I really do. That is at number eight, the Blu-ray of Uncharted. At number seven, we have Downton Abbey: A New Era DVD. At number six, we have the DVD of Uncharted. At number five, it is Disney's Encanto on DVD, another really good movie. If you like your sing-along movies for Disney, really good animated movie, that one. At number four, we have the Blu-ray of Spider-Man No Way Home. The At number three, it is the DVD of Spider-Man No Way Home. At number two, it is Belfast, the DVD. And that has been there at number two for quite some time now. It's a... Um, Still a movie I've not checked out. I will check out eventually. At number one, though, still at number one, it is the DVD of Sing 2, the animated movie Sing 2, still holding the top spot of the Amazon Top 10. I'm amazed. I can't believe it's still there. It's unreal. But I, I, I'm i going to have to check it out. If, if It's still at the top 10. People are buying it. I don't know who's buying it. Let me know. Are you are you buying Sing 2? Let me know who's buying it. I, do you know someone who's buying it? Someone is buying it. Maybe it's bots. I don't know. I have no idea. 
Well, that is the Amazon top 10 for this week, ladies and gents. Uh, let's move on with the uh, final segment of today's show. And the final segment is the segment called What's Been on the Screen. Uh, every week I discuss what I've been watching, what's been on my screen for this week and what has been on my screen this past week. I have been watching, first of all, I watched Conan the Barbarian, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh, 1982, I believe this movie came out. And this was his first, like, big-time, um, you know, main headline star movie, this movie, Conan the Barbarian. And it was one, I remember watching bits of it as a kid, but I, I had really couldn't remember the story. So it was like a fresh eyes watching this, you know, it was really an interesting watch. So what I say, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a fun movie. It's like this, uh, like, in the Stone Age or like this, in this age before, me, you know, like this, like, fantastical epic sort of like story told hundreds and hundreds of years ago it's uh it's all i think it's all fictional i'm pretty sure uh, it's definitely all fictional sorry i <laughs> if i'm i'm gonna say something in the story in a second so there's gonna be spoilers for this movie so it is definitely fictional because the villain has a a head that turns into a snake so it's, yeah it's definitely fictional none of this happened um or maybe it did maybe it did and i am incorrect but I'm pretty sure it didn't. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Um, but yeah, it's Conan the Barbarian. Basically, it's story early on in the movie. His parents get killed when he's a kid by this cult leader played by James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader. Um, basically, he plays his cult leader and kills him. And then it's, you know, he goes onto this wheel. And this is what I remember as a kid. So Arnie, the character of Conan and his kid... The, he, him and a bunch of other kids get sold as slaves and they go onto this big wheel they have to push around and you see him grow into a man over the years and then he turns into Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, version of Conan and then he's still a slave but then he gets freed in the story and basically it comes to a point where it comes to a head-to-head -head with this end villain that is the cult leader played by James Earl Jones Doom he is called in this movie and it's it's a fun story. It's cheesy. It is a cheesy movie. I'll I'll say that. And the wigs, some really bad wigs in this movie. From the word from the word go, James Earl Jones, he has a really bad wig and all the other villains in this. Uh, I'm pretty sure Arnold is wearing a wig in this. If if that's his real hair, it's really bad. Um he, he looks way better with shorter. But it's funny, you know, it's 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 a movie it doesn't take itself too seriously, this movie. It's um, it's it's just it's cheesy. It's like sword fighting. It's magic. It's wizards in this. It's it's a fun movie. Like I said, the main villain at one point he turns into a snake. Um, he's this weird cult leader character, and he's got like all these these followers, and like Conan's got to, like break into this to his like sort of like his base with the other two other characters that are his allies in the story. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's one that was on my list. I remember doing a video when there was like a trending video, trending topic over Christmas time where it was movies in your collection you'd never watched before. And this was one that was in my collection for quite some time and, and never really got around to giving it a full watch. And I'm glad I watched it. I, I think it's a, a really good Arnold movie. I, I think for me, Arnold is better in the world of sci-fi. That is for me personally. Sci-fi in action um, but more more like in the sci-fi movies like Terminator, I think he's better in them sort of movies more so, but it's a fun movie, and I think if you like Arnold's movies, you like Arnie, 
Check it out, Conan. It's well worth checking out. I, I really uh, thought it was a fun movie. And the soundtrack by Basil Pedoras, who'd done the soundtrack for like Star Tri- Starship Troopers, Robocop, his soundtrack is amazing. Uh, two really good themes in this, you know, the, the compositions are really good and they just really makes the film stand out even more the music and i think if you watch that you'll 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 listen to it and you'll be like yeah I, that is a really good music a really good score uh it's a score i could easily just listen to without watching the movie it's something i'd enjoy listening to that basil Podoris is a really good composer uh, but that's what i've been uh watching this past week anyway and uh that is uh, that is it for today's show over and done with. Uh, if you enjoyed today's show, please do give it a like and check out the rest of the movie-related content on the channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube, the video version. If you are listening to this via your podcast app, uh, please do subscribe to the podcast app of your choice and leave a five-star review on your podcast app. I believe Apple and Spotify, you can leave them five-star reviews. After so, I've looked into it this past week, so basically I can't read the reviews on like Apple specifically until there's been like 10 reviews. So uh, once we get them, re- re- reviews start coming in, I will start reading them out on the show at the end of the shows. Uh, but thank you very much for listening on video or on audio always appreciate it but let me know your thoughts anyway on today's show of may 2022 movie roundup the topic of today's show uh, what movies are you most looking forward to seeing at the cinema or physical home release this month in may what have you already watched this month the new releases uh, let me know all your picks let me know all your thoughts on today's other topics as well ladies and gents it's been a really fun show as always i really enjoy doing the movie gear podcast uh, I do really appreciate it, though. You all out there watching, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, as always, for joining me, ladies and gents. Remember to spread a bit of movie cheer. And as always, I will see you next time. <laughs>